Luke one ten, And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. This verse is a pretty simple connection to verses 8 and 9. While Zechariah is going into the temple and performing the service of the temple, there's also the people gathering outside at the hour of incense. And this is, again, just a, a continuation of the cultic ritual, the programmatic ritual of the people to pray while the incense is being offered at this specific time in the afternoon. And again, the the incense symbol is of prayer. So Psalm 141 verse 2, let my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up my of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And so this this incense provides a picture of something being burned and then the smoke drifting upward toward God. And that's that's our prayer. When we commit ourselves to prayer, we are a burning a, a sacrifice, so to speak. Sacrifice of our wants and dreams and hopes and concerns. And we're we're burning these and offering them up before the God who's in control of all things. And so the people are doing this at the same time that Zechariah is doing this. And there's two things I think we can take from this verse right here. The first is that this tradition, this ritual, is no longer necessary for us under the new covenant. So this is what the people did before Christ had come. But when, Christ's, when Christ comes, he tears the veil of the temple so that we can enter in and be with God, Jesus being our mediator. There's one mediator between God and man. We don't go through a priest priest to get to God. We have Christ. And so we should still gather for corporate prayer. We should still gather with the saints to offer up our prayers to God, but we don't have to see it as this ritual of offering and God accepting our prayer. No, no. When we pray, God hears us by the blood of Jesus. The second thing we can take away from this verse is that there is this dynamic of hopefulness that is going back and forth in our text. And we'll, we'll see. So, We've already talked about the praiseworthiness of Zechariah and Elizabeth to continue on, to persevere in faith, despite the obstacle of barrenness in their life. But there is a trouble that they face and that's exposed later in the ver- in, in this chapter. Zechariah is surprised. He's shocked by the angel saying that they will have a son. And, and so... Sometimes we go through seasons of life where we offer a prayer, but we would be surprised if God actually answered it. We bring our prayers to God, but we're not totally expecting him to come through on the things that we're asking. And so the people are probably struggling with this same issue. We said that he's probably Zechariah probably is offering up prayers for himself. But the people are offering up prayers for their own deliverance from the Romans. And I'm willing to venture this guess that the people were struggling with the same thing as Zechariah. And the reason I say that is because when their redemption comes, they don't recognize him. 
when Jesus shows up as the one who is going to deliver them, not from the Romans, but from their sin, they're surprised. And they're like, "Mm, God wouldn't work that way. So we can take away from verse 10 that God would give us a corporate spirit that wants to bring our prayers to him. And not only that, but that trusts him. That we know who our God is and we know that he delivers on his promises so that when we ask him, we can trust that however he chooses to answer that prayer, it is for our good and for his glory. And so, God, would you teach us to pray? Not just as individuals, yes, certainly as individuals, God, but as a people, as Christians together, would you help us to run to you together in prayer? Because you are the promise keeper. There's no other place that we can look to with hope. And so I pray, God, that you would teach us to pray. Would you help us to be thankful for prayer that Jesus has purchased for us? And God, would you help us to pray not out of ritual, but in hope? Would our prayer be habitual, but would it be full of trust and hope in you to deliver on your promises and to work for our good? It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. That is Luke chapter 1, verse 10.